Good morning. Well, after having a week off, taking a little rest and rejuvenating, the news cycle was just so polite and like slammed us with unbelievable amount of news this week. Man, just absolutely unbelievable. We get to talk yeah. about stuff. This is exciting. Yeah, we got, I mean, it's just a ton. Good morning, everybody. Brendan Rendo with the Homes in Orlando team, joined as always by Joseph Dion of Apley Home Loans. And I mean, we just got, let's look at it. We got the GDP number comes out this morning, right? Yep. Blows the market away. Look, my gosh. Just absolutely blown away. We got the Fed, you know, everyone's six cuts. Everyone's yep. now projecting not till June. You've got um, home builders missing their earnings and taking write-offs. It's just... So much news out there right now that, you know, it's just, it's going to be a fun one today. Going to be a fun one. And so we just got the report for new home sales. Just hit. Yeah. (laughs) Let's start with our gross domestic product. Projections were 2%. 2%. We came in at a very, very hot 3.3%. Yeah. That's very, and that's for the fourth quarter, right? Yep. And we've got holidays. We've got this, all this question mark of what was spending going to be like, what was going to happen mm-hmm. here, and we spent. We spent. People, I mean, you, that's that's not like a, a a little bit above. That's like you you're blowing it out. Yeah. And you know, every, the joy of. The Fed in December, I think, is just over the past couple of weeks has been really just kind of mm-hmm. knocked down. And I think this, looking at this, I I easily see them not not doing anything till June if they do something in June. You know, at this yep. point, it almost makes you kind of worried. Are they going to look at it and go, "Ooh, we're too hot," or should we do another quarter point increase? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's tough to say. But you know what? We saw the domestic numbers for manufacturing stuff. Those came in and they were flat for for yep. for this quarter, right? Yep. Um, durable good orders was flat. Manufacturing numbers was flat. Um, I don't know. One like, of the big ones, Dow Chemicals, who reported the same day as uh, Dr. Horton, they they missed their earnings huge big time as well. And that's off the background of all the decline in manufacturing that's going on in China. China was their biggest um, customer. Mm-hmm. And with China not buying anything, Dow's earnings really, they, they, they missed their mark big time. Yeah. So it's, you see the, in a lot of the numbers, you see the, 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 the writing on the wall. It's just, mm-hmm. you know. And then it comes back to the old, how much is this going to get revised down? Yeah, will it will will it get? How much will it? Like, yep. I expect this one to get revised down. This is one of them that I expect to get revised down for sure. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. And what's interesting, you look this morning, you would think that number, the T bill, would be heading in the other direction. You would think. You would you think. think with that, and but that's so where. Far, it's like, so far this morning for you, it could be a good morning 
It could be good. Now, I think by end of day, I feel like we're going to have a full reversal, end up neutral by the end of the day. But right now, it's kind of interesting. And it's almost like the T-bill the has reacted a little bit more to some of these smaller reports, right? Not the GDP mm-hmm. numbers. Like, so they're re- responding to like the manufacturing numbers coming in flat instead of a gain, which means that maybe we aren't continuing the same trend we saw in the fourth quarter. Um, jobless claims, initial jobless claims, two, 214K or like up 25,000 week over week. Mm-hmm. Like that's a sizable, sizable yep. increase. You know, yep. the writings, like you said, the writing's kind of there. They're like, we know it's not as strong as it is, but the problem is, is what did we talk about last month? And every time that we talk, when rates go down, the market just heats up so aggressively. New home sales in December up 8%. Like we had two good months of rates and we saw new home sales could jump 8%. Mm -hmm. And now what happens in January? Oh, we're probably going to hold off on a federal Fed rate cut. Like we're not going to do it first quarter. We see this news. Why? Well, because the feds are going, look what happened. We got a little, we got a taste. Like we, we've got that, like that cocaine high, like, you know, like they got it and they tasted it and they responded so aggressively. The markets responded so aggressively, so quickly. Yeah. Cause we, we saw, and this, this came out from Reuters on, um, on the 23rd and it kind of, Everyone kind of like, oh my gosh, oh my, what do you mean they're not going? They're they're going to wait till June, and it's like we kind of told you that, yeah. You know, all these people who just read the headlines and like, oh, you know, the experts say six. I'm going to become an expert because I love getting shit wrong and not getting blamed for it. (laughs) (laughs) The next time I do something wrong and my wife yells me, I'm just going to say, but I'm an expert. But I'm an expert. 50-50 50-50 shot. 50%. Yeah, try that, try that right? one. With, try that one, Joe. Yeah. Hey, honey, yeah. but I'm an expert. You know? I've got, I've got a 50% shot of uh, getting knocked upside the head. <laughs> and that's it. But, um, so, yeah. So we've seen, you know, we had dropped to what? About 3.8 on the team. <laughs> and yeah. we've slowly and gradually over the past week and a half or so, you've seen that push back above that 4% mark. Yeah, we're at and, 4.13 right now. Yeah, yeah. So the the jubilation, like you said, the jubilation's gone. The high is gone. And now it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we're back here again. Oh, you know, what can I do to, to juice the market? And, you know, it's just, it's interesting because here's our March target rate. And you still, you know, we've come way back, you know, back uh, December 22nd, we we're at 75% of the people believed March was going to be the first rate cut. Everyone was per- pushing March, March. Yeah. They're going to cut rates in March. Well, look at it right now. We've pulled way back. Mm-hmm. We've actually got over 50% of the people now saying this is before um, the the uh, gross domestic product came out this morning. You know, we're seeing people at 52% that, hey, we're we're probably not going to get it. And I expect this over the next two, three days, even week, probably when we look at this next week, I really expect this thing to drop to maybe about 20%. There's only those, you know, those people I think are going to hold out and really believe that, Hey, they're going to cut, but not with the numbers that are being put out right now. Yeah. You know, it just, it just, it, it, 
I can't see how um, they're going to lean that, on the air of caution, right? Yeah. Well, he's they've he's always said we they may stay high or long, yep. and that just that plays in my head every time I'm looking at numbers. They may stay higher longer. So, and we've got you know we've got some home buyers out there right now who are going off what people are putting out there, which is oh the Fed's going to cut six times. But, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Is there really, is there a benefit to waiting? Because I think we can, there's, there's ways to structure deals that can get you into something now without having to wait. Yeah. And when we get into the numbers this week, when you look at these numbers, it's time. It's time for your buyer to get out there and get aggressive mm-hmm. with these numbers overall. And here's, here's another interesting thing that the Fed did this morning came out. And I'm wondering maybe this is something. But remember when the banks failed last year, they set up they set up a new program, short-term program, just overnight. And it was called the Bank Term Funding Program, BTFP. And it was designed to help the banks with the liquidity so they yep. wouldn't shut down. Well, what happened in November is it actually got to a point where it became an arbitrage point. Yeah. So they could they could borrow at 4.8 and stick it in the overnight with the Fed at 5.4. Now people may say, well, that's not a big spread. Well, when you're parking a billion dollars, oh, it's a big, it's a big spread. Yep. <laughs> it's a it's a huge spread. And I can't believe it took this long for the Fed to figure this out. Because you see, when that happened in November, look at the borrowing. It went from yeah. about 120 billion to 160 billion. Yeah, I mean, but you know, these are this is why the banks are the banks. Like they're smarter than us, right? Like yeah. they figured out how they can well, borrow I, money from the government, then park it with the government and make more. Yeah, they're being paid by the government to borrow money. <laughs> hey, Joe, you, how much you got in your pocket? Let's. <laughs> right. You know, I, I, I don't fault them. Like the system no. was designed; it allowed it. Yeah, right? yep. you know, but they shut it down. What's that going to do now? Yeah, yeah, they shut it down. It shuts down March first. Yep. But the, they still have the they, the loans that are out there still stay in place for a yep. year. They're one year term loans, one year term loans. So, you know, it's it's just interesting. If you're going to shut it down, boom, cut them off now. Yeah, cut them know? off. Cut them yeah. off. We'll see it you know, surge a little bit more. Yep. Yep. So, so you you've got this. I mean, just incredible news days, news day from the Fed. You know the GDP numbers, all these other numbers, and then, you know, we've got our good old friends at the hedge funds out there, Joe. Well, I trust you know the ones that trust the banks. Yeah, you know Blackstone, right? Blackstone, they buy everything. They buy everything. They do. But you know what? If they don't feel like paying. Eh, you know, well, that's commercial real estate. Yeah, it's not like it's going to hurt anything. No, right? like they no, see the writing no. on the wall. No. So here's Blackstone who walked away from their headquarter building in New York City. Walked away. Okay. So, like, literally just walked away. Defaulted. Just walked away. Yeah. Forget it. We're not yeah. paying our bills. Yeah. You know, just to be, on be So they must be struggling. Yeah. 
three hundred eight million dollar default. Hey, you know, I'm I'm sorry. You know, I, I, things are so tight right now. You know, I, I couldn't buy my kids any Christmas presents, anything like that. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. I actually have two hundred billion dollars of dry powder that I'm going to spend. We're going to default on our loans because not good investment, but we still have 200. Like, where's the, like, the common person can't do this shit. Like, no, how, how, how does it, like, how do they, how do they get away with that? How do they sit there and say, Hey, we're just going to default. We're not going to pay this. It's commercial. It's bad investment. Yes. We're going to let it go. Yep. And then no still but have all the financial means like, and, and that's the crazy part. Like they have the financial means to, to, they could have paid the loan. They could have paid it in full. Yep. yep. They chose not to because it was a bad investment. Yep. But yeah. right now they have $200 billion to invest. Pennies. $200 billion. You know, and they just, they just promoted like six guys, you know, and uh, let's see, for more than 60 years, collective experience investing for Blackstone and would lead an extremely active period of investment with over 200 billion to spend. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to make it real fun again. With buying season. When start, yep. When we start going out, when you start going out and all of a sudden you see this cash offer pop up, it won't be under Blackstone's name. Per se, no, 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 can't do that. But so such and such investment company, yep, you know, comes is I'm going to come in and I'm going to offer you ten grand above what your asking price is, and then they're going to rent it. This is I know there is legislation out there to um, potentially prevent institutional buyers, right? Yes, limit, that legislation limit their, getting their, their passed. Their portfolio, you know. I can't it's, see it making its way. Not when they got everybody in their back pocket. You know? So you've got this going on in the background, too. And then DR Horton this week um, came out with their earnings. Yeah. Missed. Just flat out. Butthurt miss on their earnings overall. Yeah. And when they were going through it and disclosing it, you know, they, um, you know, they were down 9.2%. And what's the reason for being down, so, you know, close to 10%. And basically they've dropped 220 basis points per, per house. So they're, they're losing some serious money per house and they had to take, a $65 million charge to cost the goods sold. What is that That's charge? Fun. It's those incentives that we see for every home builder that's out there right yep. now, buying down those rates. Yeah. Which is great. Like the, for the consumer, it's great. It's, it, it's advantageous. Take advantage of it. Right. Yep. But the, you know, DR Horton is an example in a lot of home builders. They got caught that, when you do that, the moment rates start going down, they're stuck. Yep. They're, yep. they're taking losses. Yep. 
because they're not they will they're they're doing everything they can to keep the prices here yep and people are wondering why why haven't home prices fallen yet why haven't home prices fallen yet well a couple reasons one most the most the um people who own homes aren't reselling them so those numbers are way down so what are the sales numbers based off of sales numbers are majority based off of new home sales well the builders aren't going to discount the price if they don't have to but you know what we're going to give you so many incentives that you that it, you've got to buy the house you know here it is on top of dr horton said it had increased the use of buy downs during the quarter that 70 percent of its deals were made with mortgage rate buy downs up from 60 percent the prior quarter 80 percent of the mortgages originated by its mortgage company were done with buy downs yeah and you know the cost of those buy downs joe yeah they're not cheap mm -hmm. they are not cheap at all and and this was and this was dear horton incentive like so they're paying for it the sell the, the builders were paying these buy downs mm -hmm. right these incentives to get that to keep consumers in so that they keep prices where they want it Yep. Right now, once rates stabilize, you know, Q1 or Q2 of this year, they may be record profit. Mm -hmm. But it's it. You look at where the prices of the homes are still. And what did, what did we say this year is going to be all about? It's going to be all about affordability. Yep. So if I still got a D.R. Horton home, you know, say, for instance, in. um Oh, Sorrento, they've got a development out there. And I think they've got 15 quick move-ins ready to go. They've got to move these things to keep the cash flow going. Yep. And, you know, they're they're offering, you know, two points and sometimes three-point buy-downs yeah. on these homes. And it's it you're it, and it's the only way because if you if you keep it at that six and a half, where are we seven percent right now? Yeah, right around seven. Can afford those homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these are these are also these are new builds, which means they don't have set tax bills yet. So they're mm -hmm. using they're using basically tax estimates, which you know for affordability for qualifying. We know the tax estimates are higher than what the tax bill end mm -hmm. up being, but the thing is they have to qualify on that estimate from the county, right? Yep. That's based off the sale price, not off of the assessed value that the county is going to give it, because the county hasn't given it assessed value yet. Yep. And I thought this was interesting, and I had to ask you what this meant. To hedge those buy-downs, the company buys, quote, forward commitment pools for the next few weeks of deliveries, essentially. Yeah. Explain that. So, so kind, of, kind of what a forward delivery is, basically when, um, and it's it's a strategic place. If you, if you do it right, you can make a lot of money. If you do it wrong, you can be screwed up, right? So when they do a forward commitment, basically what they're saying is, hey, we're going to deliver this many loans at this interest rate over the next 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it is, right? Now, when they go in and do that, they're paying a premium to do that, right? Because they're basically mm -hmm. locking in today's pricing, right? Yep. But they're paying a premium to allow today's market pricing to carry for 30, 60, 90 days, whatever the time limit is, right? Yep. If, so they're prepaying this. So whether they deliver those or not, they've already paid for it. They paid like they've already spent it, right? And then if rates go down, 
and they committed at this higher market, right? Now, yep. whatever that saving, there's no savings for them. They already committed at the higher price. So now they're losing out. And that's why I'm getting inundated every single day. It's not like a couple times a week now. It's every single day from every builder with their quick move in sales. Yeah. Because it's not just DR Horton who's playing this game. Yeah. It's all of them. It literally is all of them are playing this game. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see because we, we, you know, I'm not sure when Lennar reports. Um, I need to look that up. And some of these other Palti and some of these other big builders, you know, when are they going to report Mm -hmm. on this? Because I think we're going to see their, their stocks and their numbers struggle for a little bit this year until we start getting, you know, those, you know, start seeing some of those rate cuts down the road. So, I mean, this is, there's a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff that's going on right now. And, you know, it's, it's affecting the overall market. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I think it's, you know, it's still a good time for a lot of people to, to look at, at houses because you're, you're you're seeing the pullback, you're feeling the pullback. And when we look at numbers this week, overall, whops, um, we're seeing what's a a, um, big void of nothingness. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I tried something new today, and actually, it actually worked okay. So I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't too, too disappointed. I, I think it was great. So <laughs> uh, that, there we well, go. here's here's our numbers for the week, and it just goes to show you that things are tight. I mean, yep. we're down to two hundred forty-four sales. It's low. That's low. That is low. But then you see people, you know, they'll say, oh, but price, you know, they they, pro- they play the game of, oh, but look, prices were up 7.1%. But we know, looking at it every week, it fluctuates, but it's actually stayed pretty steady. Yep. You're going to have that one high sale, that one low sale. For instance, um, with, our, with our condo market, you know, we're down to 83 we have been consistently below a hundred sales in the condo market yep. for over a month now. And it's interesting because I actually put in an offer um, yesterday on a, on a condo and the latest comp in September was $179,000. Ours pretty similar, a little more updated. So we went 182.5 cash and the agents, well, they're looking at the sale from eight months ago that for 210,000. And it's like, <laughs> like, you know, that sale's not worth anything, yeah. you know, because you've got a new sale and have you explained to them the actual numbers of what's going on with the condos right now? Yeah. You know, it just, it's just like, well, okay, well, I we're be selected. I want to be like, Hey, ignore that little one. That guy doesn't matter. Yeah. That guy doesn't you know, count. I know it's a more recent sale in my neighborhood. No, it doesn't yeah. matter. And I'm like, okay. So if an appraiser comes in, What's he going to pull? He's going to pull the most, they usually do six months. So I've got the one that matches up. Condos are easy because you basically go square footage, match up your square footage. Yeah. Right? You're going to have the same then floor plans. Same floor plans. So here's my best comp. 
And then the ones that are actually bigger, right? They both went for the, I think they one went for 205 and one went for 206. Okay, so, okay, we're gonna adjust for our square footage, basically, and guess where we come back down to? Where we started. Yep. Uh, you know, like I, I can, I'm like, I can throw an appraisal contingency in there, but what do I need to? Because I can tell you exactly what the value of the place is. It's not, yep. you know, not rocket science in this situation. So, uh, and then we got our inventory. We're still growing in on our, on our inventory. Yep. Overall, we're up to 37, you know, up 37. Then this was the thing that really, really kind of just blew me out of the water. Original list to sales price. Down 8%. Before, before the end of the year, we had, we had dropped about, what, 94 and a half? Mm-hmm. We're at 91.99%. And it's across the board. Yeah. Under 250K, 88, 250 to 300, 93.7, 300 to 400, 94.5, 400 to 500, 94.7, 500 to a 94.6, over a 1,084.2. Everyone's dropping their prices. Yeah, across the board. There's deals like there's opportunity to negotiate every which way. Every which way. For that buyer. Yep. Inventory's up. Price drops are increasing. Days on market. We've jumped to 61 days on market for average. So we're, it's pushing. It's really pushing. You got, you know, you got home builders given all kinds of incentives to buy a house right now. Yep. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. <clears throat> and then you, you just see, you know, since September, you know, that we were up averaging 300, what, 350, jumped to over 400, but you've got a steady decline mm-hmm. in home sales. Yep. People are tapped. Yeah. It's it's winter. It slows down usually to winter, but everything else is kind of playing into it. I think, yep. you know, credit card consumer debt, highest it's ever been, like, like we're not as strong as it, as some of these reports make it look. And these, yeah. this data, like the data is pointing to the picture that we can see. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, you know, we, we took a little dip in our inventory, which we knew we were going to do. Yep. Like we always do towards the end of the year. And then of course we're slowly starting to pick up and you can see since, since beginning of December, we were about 50, 46. We've jumped over 10 days yeah on market average you know same thing in the condo market condo original list to sales price we're at 93 percent days on market we've jumped to 67. yeah so overall it's it's really as a buyer i'm looking at ways and looking at it at looking for programs that are going to help me get into a house now. And I know you brought one up to me that we're going to do a special presentation on either later today or more likely tomorrow that can really provide a nice opportunity for buyers. Why don't you hit a couple highlights on that? Yeah. So it's um, the program is actually really, really cool. It's for first time home buyers. 
Um, and we'll actually, let me rephrase that. If there's multiple borrowers, only one has to be a first time home buyer. You can't own it. It's a 3% conventional. But what's really cool is if you live in certain designated census tracts, which where there were only like five or six when the program came out in 2022 um, is when it kind of came out, really rolled out in 2023. Central Florida wasn't any of them. Now, uh, within the last couple months, uh, Tampa uh, metropolitan area, Orlando uh, metropolitan area uh, are now part of the census tracts areas to where if you live in a specific location, you might qualify for a $5,000 grant to be applied for down payment closing costs, plus get reduced mortgage insurance, uh, improved Fannie Mae program. It's a Fannie Mae pro Like, I'm excited about this. I think there's a lot of opportunity. Um, $500 appraisal credit, $500 toward um, a home warranty. Like, there's like so almost $6,000 in mm -hmm. incentive that's coming from Fannie Mae for borrowers that live in a specific, but the kicker is, is they just have to currently live in the census tract. They don't have to buy in that census tract. This is like, going to be interesting. This is so going to be really, I think as really it launches and it, it goes out, we're going to see it stimulate some, it, it has a potential to stimulate some purchase business. Definitely. Definitely. And that's one of those, um, quite honestly, as a, as a, as a realtor, I'm willing to help that buyer as well. Mm -hmm. For my commission through a through a closing cost contribution of my commission yeah you know because the whole point is to help these people get into houses and that's our goal that's yep. always been our goal you know get as many people into houses and into home ownership as we possibly can so i'm looking forward to getting more details on that and putting together a great presentation um so we can let people know get people ready to get this to get take advantage of this because Absolutely. you never know with any may how long they may last you know, the program is there today. Will it be there tomorrow? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Well, thank you for your time today, Joe. Great show. A lot of news. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you again next week. Take care. Have a great one, guys.